prepare your hearts and minds for this message from Pastor Hall. Survival is so meaningful, especially in perilous times like these. As an individual, I have been blessed to invest most of my life trying to succeed. Unlike many who know something about hard times, this is all new for me. I have never lived through a season of my life being sheltered in place. I have never lived through a season of my life faced with a pandemic. As I often say, we are living in uncertain times. God is the only one that we can really trust. We cannot trust so much that we hear. We are told that a pandemic exists that is called a coronavirus or COVID-19. Though many believe that something else is happening, I still state that something is causing people to be afflicted and causing people to die. Authorities report that as of last Friday, the coronavirus is responsible for the deaths of over 365,000 people in the world. Over 103,000 people in the United States. Over 4,000 people in California. And 37 people in the Contra Costa County. Although I always question the accuracy of these numbers, based on this report, over one-third of the coronavirus deaths have occurred in the United States. Also, as of last Wednesday, the United States exceeded the 100,000 mark, having now allegedly over 103,000 coronavirus deaths. Regardless of what people want to call it, we are dealing with a global crisis that is responsible for the illness and death of a lot of people. Survival for most ethnic people is also meaningful. For example, the value of the lives of African Americans is still insignificant to many in the United States. Although a lot of the early success of the United States is the result of the forced labor of black slaves, many in this country despise and mistreat black people. Recently in Minneapolis, George Floyd, a black man, was wrongfully murdered by a white police officer who pressed his knee into the black man's neck, even while hearing the black man plead and say, I can't breathe. Consequently, people are protesting all over this country. 
Consequently, people are starting fires all over this country. Consequently, people even set fire a police station in Minneapolis. People are protesting because we are tired of seeing black people mistreated and murdered. Let's not forget our economy. Our country has an outstanding debt of almost $25 trillion, which is steadily growing. Despite most of the country reopening, last week an additional 2.1 million people filed for unemployment benefits. This means that one of every four workers in the United States has filed for unemployment during this pandemic. About 25% of people who began this year with a job is now unemployed. Believe it or not, I am just touching the surface regarding all of the issues that are on people's mind. With all of these burdens, if we are not careful, we could lose our mind. Since people have so much on their mind, I am divinely inspired to proclaim a message today entitled, Keep Your Mind on the Lord. Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3 reads, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. Isaiah was a prophet in the biblical days of Israel about eight centuries before the birth of Jesus Christ. Isaiah is believed to be the writer of sizable parts of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 shares a message which could easily be summarized as follows. Keep your mind on the Lord. Today I concur with Isaiah in this message by saying to everyone, keep your mind on the Lord. We have acknowledged that survival is meaningful. I further propose that keeping your mind on the Lord is necessary in order to survive in this world. This is the key idea for this message. Keeping your mind on the Lord is necessary in order to survive in this world. How can you keep your mind 
on the Lord? This is a question I wrestled with just last week. Due to all of the distractions I was dealing with, I made it personal by asking how can I keep my mind on the Lord? The three answers that were divinely revealed to me are as follows. First of all, you can keep your mind on the Lord by worshiping continuously. To worship God continuously, we have to invest much time daily in spiritual activities. Reading the Bible. Praying at least three times a day. Praising God. Meditating on the Lord's goodness. The Lord's grace. The Lord's mercy and the Lord's love. Listening to spiritual music and listening to spiritual messages to keep our mind on the Lord. We probably will not succeed if we just engage in one or two of these activities. We will have to invest a lot of time and all of these activities daily, along with other activities that I failed to mention. In other words, all of these spiritual activities and more are essential in order to worship continuously. I sat at the feet of a scholarly professor who defined worship as bowing all that we are before all that God is. He further stated that worship is an expression of our all to God's all. Jesus taught a valuable lesson about how to worship God. While in a conversation with a Samaritan woman, Jesus said in John chapter 4, verse 24, that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The Samaritan woman missed the boat regarding what true worship is all about. She was stuck on where to worship rather than how to worship. She said in John chapter 4, verse 20, that our fathers worship in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. In other words, she was saying that Samaritans worship on a mountain and the Jews worship in Jerusalem. Jesus basically taught the Samaritan woman that the significance of worship is not where you worship, but how you worship. How to worship 
God is in spirit and in truth. Like the Samaritan woman, a lot of people have missed the boat regarding what true worship is all about. As Jesus taught the Samaritan woman, he is teaching us today that it is not about where we worship, but how we worship. Yes, we miss being within the four walls of our sanctuaries, but remember that our sanctuaries are the places where we worship. Some people worship the house of God more than the God of the house. Though we are not in the house of God, we can still worship the God of the house. I say to every child of God, don't allow our adversities to hinder us from worshiping God. I say to every child of God, worship God continuously. This is more than just a Sunday thing. This is more than just a church thing. Worshiping God continuously is what true believers do in order to keep our mind on the Lord. We have to worship God continuously. Secondly, you can keep your mind on the Lord by witnessing continuously. Witnessing can be defined as bearing evidence. This means that one cannot witness without having evidence of what one is witnessing about. Witnessing can also be defined as one beggar telling another beggar where to find the bread of life. Actually, we witness best by what people see in us than what people hear from us. People are more moved by the Christ they observe in us than the Christ they hear from us. In other words, people would rather see a sermon walked more than hear a sermon talked. Every believer, moreover, is a witness. This is not just the task of a preacher. This is not just the task of an evangelist. This is the task of all believers. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Jesus requires and empowers every believer to be a witness. Every believer, furthermore, should witness continuously. We do not have to knock on doors in order to witness. We do not even have to have physical contact with others in order to witness. 
God is currently using the church to witness in greater ways than ever. More people are hearing about Jesus now online than they did when our churches were open. Some people who refuse to enter into our doors are now allowing us to enter into their doors with our online ministries. So don't think that because of being sheltered in place or because of social distancing that you cannot witness. As believers, we have more opportunities now than ever to witness continuously. When we are witnessing continuously, this causes us to keep our mind on the Lord. One who knows God cannot continuously talk about God without having God continuously on one's mind. Therefore, one of the ways to keep our mind on the Lord is to witness continuously. Thirdly, you can keep your mind on the Lord by watching continuously. How often are we watching the Lord? We spend a lot of time watching TV. We spend a lot of time watching what others are doing. Do we spend any time watching the Lord? We can watch the Lord often through observing what he has created. For example, I often connect with God when I stare at water. Trees, mountains, rain, stars, the moon, and the sun. By observing what God dynamically created enables us to watch the Lord. Watching the Lord continuously is what we learn in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, which reads, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, uh, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. The writer of Hebrews was telling us that in order to successfully run this race, we must fix our eyes continuously on Jesus. Moreover, in order to keep our mind on the Lord, we must fix our eyes continuously on Jesus. Not only must we watch continuously the Lord, but also we must watch continuously for the Lord's return. For example, Jesus informed us in Matthew chapter 24, verses 6 through 14, that prior to his return, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, 
see that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, and pestilences, and pestilences, and pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Paul informed us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, that prior to Jesus' return, this know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, Boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. With all of these signs, Jesus commands us to watch for his return continuously. Matthew chapter 24, verse 42 reads, Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. When Jesus said watch, it was an imperative present active verb. This means that Jesus was commanding us to watch continuously. A major benefit of watching the Lord and his return continuously is that it enables us to keep our mind on the Lord. Today's message is entitled, Keep Your Mind on the Lord, based on Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Keeping your mind on the Lord is necessary in order to survive in this world. That is the key idea of this message. We discuss three ways you can keep your mind on the Lord. One, you can keep your mind on the Lord by worshiping continuously. Two, 
You can keep your mind on the Lord by witnessing continuously. Three, you can keep your mind on the Lord by watching continuously. Speaking of keeping our mind on the Lord, we should never forget what Jesus did for the world on Calvary. Jesus died as a substitute for us on the cross of Calvary in order for people who believe in him to regain an opportunity to be with God in heaven for eternity. Here's the gospel fact. Jesus died. Jesus was buried. Jesus resurrected. Jesus ascended. And Jesus is coming back again. Again, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 reads, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. If we keep our mind on the Lord in return, the Lord will keep us in perfect peace. This simply means that if we want perfect peace, we must keep our mind on the Lord. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on what Donald Trump is saying. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on what scientists are saying. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on what the media is saying. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on the economy. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on unemployment. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on this pandemic. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on our problems. We will not have peace if we keep our mind on anything that's bothering us. We can only have peace, and survive in this world by keeping our mind on the Lord. I have made up my mind that I am going to do all that I can to keep my mind on the Lord. Again, today's message is entitled, Keep your mind on the Lord. This is Pastor Kevin B. Hall of the St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Richmond, California. If you are a member of St. John, please check your emails each Thursday for information from the pastor's desk. Also, please visit our website to hear messages like this, to learn about our online ministries, and to experience more about St. John at sjmbc.org. If you, member or non-member, have not done so, please join our mailing list, which is under Contact Us. Whether you are a member or non-member of St. John, don't forget to support St. John financially while we are deprived of assembling together. You can mail your tithes and offerings to our St. John South Campus 662 South 52nd Street, Richmond, California, 94804. 
or you can give online by going through our website, sjmbc.org. Although I do not recommend this next option, if you prefer, you can also set aside weekly your tithes and offerings and give the total amount, individual checks, one check, or cash, the Sunday we resume corporate worship. Remember, in order to rebound well from this crisis, you must keep your mind on the Lord. If you do not have a relationship with God, but desire one, you can invite God into your life by repeating the words of this prayer. Father, I acknowledge my sinful condition and I stand on your word, which informs me that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead that I shall be saved. Save me in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you pray that prayer sincerely, you are now saved. When we shall soon worship together again, please come to St. John and introduce yourself. Now to all believers, please join me in this short prayer. Father, I pray for the salvation and survival of all your people. And please help us to keep our mind on the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. May God bless and sustain each of us. And please share with others this message entitled, Keep Your Mind on the Lord. You know, fear, doubt, and unbelief has a way of creeping in and stealing our faith from us. This is Ernest Pugh, and I come to encourage you to keep your mind stayed on him, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. I will keep you in perfect peace. All whose mind is stayed on thee. I will keep you in perfect Yes, you will. All whose mind is stayed on thee. The earth is the Lord.
Jesus, child. 